the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal. No, 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 no. We show up ourselves. Yeah, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Ross Blotcher. And I'm Carrie Poppy, and we are back in Rhythmia. More Rhythmia. Taking some drugs. Yeah. This well, is, you are. This is the thursday day. Thor's day. A day named after Thor. Our Lord and Savior I was Thor. so mad when the first Thor movie came out. Oh, Tell and me more. they released it on a Friday. <laughs> yeah, uh, guy, what? All right, you're releasing a movie about a, a superhero slash Norse god, god. Yeah. who has a day a of day the named week after him. named after him. You release it on the next day, Frigga's day, uh, wrong stupid. day. And then Wednesday, of course, is Wotan's day or Odin's day. As we all know. And Tuesday is Tears Day. Uh-huh. So you've got four days of the week named after the Norse gods. And thankfully for the second movie, they figured it out. I think enough pedants like myself <laughs> got angry and told them they need to do that and they released it on a thor's day thank god so that was the day at rhythmia mm-hmm. that we're going to be telling you about our fourth day of ayahuasca and well, your fourth day my fourth day of ayahuasca i had had such a heavy trip that first night on the tincture that i was like whoo i can't do any more i saw some scuttlebutt on our facebook page some people were kind of confused about our arrangement and why you weren't there nights two or three Oh. So I think we should clear this up before night four happens. Okay. So essentially, Carrie had her experience the first night, very heavy tincture. Oh my God, it was so wild, you guys. But then- I did get that one message, you were chosen to be on this earth. Well, that's important. Yeah. Now Carrie has purpose in life. Yeah, thank God. But she was also sitting there for 10 plus hours. Yes. Watching all of us go, yuck, yuck, yuck. Uh, that's the sound of a 10 hour- Ayahuasca, ayahuasca trip. So she decided, well, this maybe isn't the most productive use of my time. And instead, I can let Ross sleep in after these really intense experiences. I can go to the morning classes, and that will be my contribution. So we mutually agreed this is a good opportunity. I think people just remember that you'd said early on, or that we'd kind of stipulated with the Rhythmia people that we would be able to watch each other. Ah, yes. But I think after we'd gotten our bearings, we learned what was happening. It was very different from my mental image, which was us on the crest of a hill somewhere <laughs> with a cave nearby. I don't uh, know. Right. I, I had my own little special mental image of this. But I think once we realized the conditions, we thought, okay, Ross is safe. Yeah. I remember asking you, do you feel safe? And you said, oh, yeah, yeah. And I think even on my third night notes, I did write somewhere like, oh, this is the safest way to do this. I feel mm-hmm. safe. Good. Anyways, that's well, how that worked. Before out. we continue, I think we better spray this tincture under our tongues. Let's do it. Okay. Let's let's get high on ayahuasca. So everyone, remember this is homeopathic ayahuasca. It is as strong or stronger than the real thing. Here but of go. course, it's homeopathic, which means it doesn't work. Less than seven parts per million. Carrie's just sprayed ten it into sprays. her mouth. Okay, ten sprays. Here goes. Ross is spraying under his tongue. I'm gonna get go. like flashbacks. Good job. And go. Oh, it burns, huh? Uh-huh. There's a lot of cheap alcohol in there. How long are you supposed to hold it? I always forget. Um, I'm not sure. I think they said to just let it seep in there. But after a while, you gotta swallow. Uh-huh. That, yeah. It, that's, that's what somebody what said. said. Um, okay. I'm just um, Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Ugh. 
I, I would have just thought it was like rubbing alcohol. Yeah, right. Yeah, Good old isopropyl gross. alcohol. Okay, so Thursday, I sleep in a little bit after my wonderful night of revelations. And then I go out and get my breakfast. And I don't show up for the first lecture till 930. But you were there. Ah, okay. You were there like uh, Johnny on the spot. Yes. So first I went to breakfast and I got a banana muffin, some papaya, some pineapple, some watermelon, some tomatoes with basil, and potatoes with kale. Nice. Good morning for breakfast Mm -mm. and a guy at breakfast sitting across from me was talking about his experience the night before he had become several different animals while on ayahuasca Ooh! he crawled around on the grass as a tiger climbed a tree as an owl whoa owl Mm -hmm. boy this uh reminds me of my holotropic breathwork trip oh yeah where i was a bunch of animals totally yeah also, apparently at a previous ceremony, he had been running around in his underwear. So if you saw that guy, this is the same guy. Oh, I know who you're talking about now. Okay, yeah. Okay. I didn't get a good look at him because I was on my cop, but I think I know exactly who you're talking about. So a staff member had The come one who over. was so sexy. Yes, he felt he was very sexy. And he the, was. It, sure. <laughs> so a staff member came over and was talking to him. And it was very clear the staff member was trying to sort of gently redirect him about how to behave tonight and he was not (laughs) picking up on that we'd like you to observe the sacred clothedness right so the staff member was like so you know it's important we we want you to have to be free and to have your experience but we also don't want to like scare anybody (laughs) and he said no i i kind of wanted to scare them That's, you know, that's what the medicine was telling me to do. Like, oh, okay, yeah, but you know, everybody's here trying to have their own thing and we just want to make sure everyone's comfortable and again, I don't want to harsh your mellow, just, you know, giving you some direction and he said- But my mellow is so sexy. Right, and he said, well, I was having spiritual sex with myself. Okay. And everyone at the table nodded like, oh, that's, yes, we understand what that means. <laughs> yes, you're having spiritual sex with yourself. The staff member's like, right, right, yeah, I get it. Again, again, that's wonderful. <laughs> but. Uh, but, and yeah, eventually the staff member just walked away. Just I did my clearly best. Clearly gave up. So that was a good breakfast. Then I went to Jerry's talk at 9 a.m. called New Heart, N-U yes, hyphen dash heart. heart. So I love Bob Newhart. I do too, Hilarious but that's not guy. even how he spells his name. Mm. Yeah. Okay, Newhart. Oh, I've just got to say, while I'm thinking of animals, third night, I also saw a snake that sang with the music for a while. Oh, cool. It was just kind of moving its mouth. Are you afraid of snakes? I always try to ask that. No. Mm. Though, remember, Mother Ayahuasca is supposed to be a snake. Well, that's what I, I mean, yeah. And I wasn't thinking about that at the time, but afterwards, yeah. I was like, ah, she showed up and sang. She did. Sing that's it. cool. You Singing saw her. Snake, yeah. What does she look like? What kind of snake? Yeah, I'm not particularly afraid of snakes. Oh, yeah, it was like a giant snake head. So for people who have actually seen the rest of Star Wars, because you only have now seen A New Hope, Uh you know, the emperor shows up in number two, The Empire Strikes Back, and he's just this floating holographic head. It was a giant snake head like that unattached to the rest of its body that was just singing. Did it have those big flaps on the side? Yeah, it was like Uh. a cobra. Oh, You don't like that? Terrifying. Okay. Whew. No, it was, a, it was a nice snake. Okay. Oh, good. All right. So I New went, heart. New heart. I went to the new heart talk and Jerry got up to the front. You know, he's got that like that real go get him energy where you, you really feel like, oh, you're back in someone's capable hands. If I knew Jerry was giving a talk right now, I would go listen to it. No. Oh, okay. There you go. He is, See? He is fun to listen to. He is. 
So he said, okay, who's doing awesome? Some people raise their hands. He says, who's doing terrible? Some people raise their hands. And he's like, great, that's great. It's all great. And then he talked to everybody who had said they were doing terrible. He wanted oh. to talk to them like individually. Oh, that's kind of cool that he wasn't just focusing on the successes. Um, in fact, he was uh, saying if you had a bad experience, you at the same time had the best experience. <laughs> because that means you of went course. through something important. You know when something looks like it's not good or <laughs> concomitant with the experience we're trying to create here, it's actually even better. Yeah. Just like you know how your tincture seems like it's not doing anything, right. but it's actually doing more. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a lot of that going on. irony is what keeps us going. <laughs> so this one woman said that she had seen who she has become while on the medicine. She was weeping as she was talking about it. He's like, you know, that's good. That's good. It's good to see who you've become. And she's like, yeah, this was really hard. One guy said he felt like he was ODing and dying while on the medicine. Oh, no. Yeah. And Jerry said, great. <laughs> This reminds me of like when my son used to get scabs, like he'd fall over and you could see he had that look on his face like, oh, I'm going to, I'm about to start crying, right? That's the right reaction. I'd be like, what what happened? Oh, you got a, oh, nice. That'll be a good scar. And then he'd have that look like, what? Why are you saying that? You're not supposed to be happy about this. (laughs) I guess, I guess this is a happy thing. So he's doing the same (laughs) thing. He's playing the same trick on us. So Jerry went on to say, the medicine never leaves you at your darkest place, but your darkest place is on the road. You just have to go through it. So then someone else raised their hand, a gentleman, and he said, okay, so I mean, I think we all realize at this point that you're not Jim Jones, you're not trying to kill (laughs) us, but, you know, I want to listen to my body, and when you feel like you're ODing, holy crap, shouldn't you listen And Jerry said, no, (laughs) you can't OD, so just let go. Oh, okay. Now, this is untrue. Mm -hmm. People do die on ayahuasca. Mm -hmm. It's relatively rare compared to the number of people who take ayahuasca. And maybe OD isn't the perfect medical term for what happens. but And there might be other conditions that need to be concurrent with the ayahuasca. Mm -hmm. But still, people have and and do die. And hello, your whole selling point for this place is like, this is the safe place to go if anything even close to an emergency happens. Mm. We're going to take you down the hill to the ICU. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the whole reassurance we have going on here. So to then have someone be told like, ah, you felt like you were dying. Great. Just go back to sleep. That's not, that doesn't seem good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I didn't hear this part. I didn't think you had. Okay. So then he asked who had sacred surgery oh, yes. on their trip last night. And I looked around. I was in like the back of the room. So I had a good view of like how many people were actually raising their hands. I'd say it was about 15. Oh, Pretty wow. Pretty impressive. That, almost a quarter of the group. Right. So he wrote on the board 50%. <laughs> sure. <laughs> At least um, he didn't write like 50.32%. <laughs> yeah. Then he asked who merged with their soul. He felt that was about 50% too. And I think it was closer. Closer. Closer okay. this time. And they said, who got a new heart? And we were at about 30% who got a new heart. And remember, this is a new physical heart. Yes. 30% of the people there got a new physical heart, Ross. Well, good. Where did the old ones go? Giving out hearts at Rhythmia. You know, they probably just got past. Everyone got the heart of the person to the left of them. (laughs) (laughs) It's like when you like pass a paper to like grade a quiz. Uh (laughs) (laughs) 
podcast with Larissa next to you. <sighs> okay, he also said, and this is along the lines of one of the images you had, Jerry said, if you saw bombings or destruction, oh, that's really good. Okay. That's your crap being demolished. Oh, all right. So congrats. Thank you. Yeah. Although I feel like my crap was demolished while there too, but it was in the um, Dead Sea cleanse. Oh, yes. He also told us, you know, you may have come here wanting something, like really wanting a particular outcome while you're on ayahuasca, but what you want isn't what you need. And everyone's like, ah, yes, no, 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 no. But then this Australian guy raises his hand and says, ah, I got exactly what I wanted. And then Jerry said, well, that happens too. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever makes you happy. Whatever makes you feel like this place is good, that's what happens. That's right. And if you think it's the opposite, it's actually the way Not. it should be. Right. <laughs> this is completely non-falsifiable. Right. <laughs> Okay, so here were our instructions for tonight. Where you left off last night is where you will begin tonight. Okay. So if you left, you know, with some questions still unanswered or some project unfulfilled, start there tonight. He told us when your heart is broken, it is your actual physical heart. And that is why old men become so bitter. Wait, what? Why? Because... Everyone feels bitter when they've given a lot of love and not gotten that much back. No, I don't understand that. Why is either. that just men and old um, men? Yeah, I also don't feel like old men are more, more giving bitter, of love. More, yeah, more giving of love and more bitter than old women. I don't know. I feel like I've met an equal amount of bitter old men and bitter old women. And that's not true of love. If you give love, you can receive it in return. That's true. And also... What does that have to do with an actual physical heart? I'm if your actual physical heart breaks, you will die. Right. Or you need a replacement really fast. Right. This is right. very time sensitive. Now I'm just thinking of the song, love is something. If you give it away, give uh, it away, yeah. give it away. Love is something. If you give it away, you end up getting more. Or something like that. It's just like a magic penny. Oh, yeah, man. That song. We sing it at camp. So I should remember it better. All my camp friends are going to give me grief now. How dare you not know that song? I don't know that song at all. You end up having more. That's it. Yeah, okay. Here's what you got to do tonight plug into a part of the universe. Where you know you can't run out of love. Cool. Okay. Try that out. You got to love again. That's the only thing we go through this life for. All right. Um, yeah. Oh, all you need is love. He said, we've got to give up the practice of love accounting. That's when you keep track of how much love you've given versus gotten. That's oh, yeah. That's what leads to That's you bad. Know, contempt. I agree with that. Yep. Me too. Then we also found out that this moment, 2018, is a turning point to a shift in human history. Whoa. Cool. <laughs> I, I can't remember if it was Is a, there going to be any visible, noticeable sign of that? I doubt it. Also, mm. how lucky are we that we just happen to be alive during the time that is a shift in the world? I mean, really, it was September of 2017 that the virgin mm. gave birth to a man-child. <laughs> yes. That's really the big shift in my book. Oh, man. Like... Every that's a every, reference to an earlier investigation. God, every spiritual leader thinks that they're living in the very special time. Like every spiritual leader since the beginning of time has been like, nah, this is it. This is yep. the moment. 
the special time. I was just listening to, Carrie had referred me to a lecture by a woman who was a Jehovah's Witness, and she was pointing out how in 1918 they had this big campaign that went on for years where they said, millions living now will never die. Oh, wow. And then over time, they changed it to millions living now may never die. (laughs) And tried to pretend like, no, we never said will. We never said will. (laughs) And even then, like, then they die and you're like, even the May wasn't very impressive. Yep. And uh, and now years later, uh, almost all of them are certainly dead. I bet. Ay, caramba. Oh, okay. Then we learned about Jerry's aura machine. Now, were you here for this? No. Okay. I remember. Told you later. Yeah, we had some conversation with him about this later. And I remember talking to you about it because, oh my goodness, <laughs> I can't believe he this is. This is pretty rich. Yeah, I can't believe he's trying to pass this off as a story that happened in real life. Okay, so he says he bought an aura machine. And for anybody who's listening who doesn't know what an aura is, it is supposedly an energy field that surrounds every human body. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes animal bodies too. And some people can see them, usually psychics, and some people can photograph them. They have a specific color to them that says something about your state. Right. So if you have like a green aura, you're probably in a bad mm. state. But oh. if you have a purple one, you're highly spiritually Ooh. enlightened. Yes. So... There are these machines that supposedly take pictures of your auras, but they're they're garbage. They're not real. Right. There's a plate photography, electric plate photography called Kirlian photography mm-hmm. that creates these cool looking auras. Right. Because you're using electricity to actually do the exposure rather than you know, just the normal photons of light that we usually see. So you get these images and you can get auras around leaves or pennies or any object. You know, it doesn't need to be a human, but usually it'd have to be like a hand or something. You've all seen it like in the X-Files intro. You have that hand that's glowing that floats towards you. That's Kirlian photography. Okay. He didn't literally say it was a Kirlian photography machine, but it sounds like it. He said he used to take pictures of people's auras as they left Rhythmia, but 95% of the people leaving had violet auras. And violet is like a very spiritual color. Mm. If you have that in your aura, it means you're very cosmically in tune. And so he's like, oh, this must be broken. 95% of people can't have a purple aura. 95.38% can't have a purple aura. (laughs) So he sends it back to the manufacturer and they test it when it arrives and they're like, no, it's working. Like we tried it on a few people and we got green auras and yellow auras, etc. And Jerry's like, gosh, darn it. Okay, send it back. And they send it back and he tries it again. Still all purple here. What the heck's happening? So then he starts testing people's auras as they come in. Ah, okay, and now they're which yellow. Which you should have and, thought of immediately. Uh, yeah. And they're like yellow and orange and red and green. But when they leave, everyone has adjusted to purple. And I'm thinking... Okay, well, why did you get rid of this amazing exactly. machine? Exactly. If that's the end of the story, then we all should have, like, right when we had our photo taken for the, our medical files, we should have also had our aura photographed. Yep. So that then we would all be fucking amazed right now instead of you telling us a story we're supposed to be amazed by. <laughs> <sighs> okay. All right. Science isn't Jerry's strong suit. No. We'll find out more about that. Well, Carrie, I think this is an important time to let you know... Yes. I've I've been waiting to tell you this for a long time. I feel it's important for our friendship that you know that Ono Ross and Carrie is supported in part by Casper, a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. 
I actually knew that already. They offer affordable prices because Casper cuts out the middleman and sells directly to the consumer. In fact, you have received a Casper mattress. Yes, I have. At your domicile. Yes, I have. And it came in a really cool box and it sprung forth. It wasn't ridiculously heavy. It's like a birthing process. It's trapped in there and it's teeny, teeny, tiny. And then you open up the box and it's like... It's a huge old mattress, and you're like, how did that stay in there? And there's no placenta you have to eat. Exactly. (laughs) Casper brand mattresses combine multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amounts of both sink and bounce. And you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. 100 nights, you guys, like over three months to make sure you like this mattress. Come on. You could tell a thousand tales in those 100 nights. Get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash Odo. I'm pulling a carry here. And using promo code Odo at checkout. (laughs) Terms and conditions apply. So then he drew an onk on the board, which is that shape that kind of looks like a stick figure human with a big head. Mm -hmm. Um, The Egyptian symbol of life. And he said, the onk's really important. It's a reminder that you have choice. There's no autopilot. You get to choose all your reactions. Okay. okay. I think right. this is about when you came in. Yeah. Oh, I have my notes here. I got here at 9.52, later than I thought. I had lazily crawled out of bed when I woke up and had my breakfast. And it was interesting talking to people. There were some people who hadn't gone to his class just yet. And others were encouraging us, hey, you should get down there and listen to Jerry. Mm, yeah. But it was interesting to hear how many people had had just a shitty night last night. Yeah. And it was just so weird because I remember my own high coming off of the previous night and everybody, you know, having the big laugh and clapping for the the women shaman and everybody seemed so happy at the end of the night. But now I was talking to so many people who are like, oh man, that, that was a rough night. That was the worst night. Oh man. And already I was feeling at this point nervous about going into the next night. Mm. The first night hadn't been nervous. Second night I was. Third night, I wasn't. And then the fourth night, I was again. And I couldn't... Boy, girl, boy, girl. And I couldn't figure out why, after having ended so well, I wasn't sure why I was so concerned about going into this next one. Hmm. So anyways, got my breakfast and then headed over. And I came in. He was talking about how with the medicine, it's important to say yes to everything, but... Hmm. Then you can choose differently later. So, you know, just sort of go with it. Maybe it's telling you to break up with your girlfriend. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But don't immediately break up with your girlfriend. Sage advice. Wait on it a little while. If it's a good idea now, it'll be a good idea a week later. Which, yeah, I think is a great thing to tell people. Yeah. It seems like he's talking out of both sides of his mouth a little bit here because we've also been told Mother Ayahuasca can't lie to you. And, you know, if she tells you that you were sexually abused, it's just true. So good point. Yeah, feels a little bit inconsistent. Yeah. yeah, we've established wiggle room here where you can just take anything and get either the same thing or the opposite out of it. <laughs> right. So which will make you give us a good trip advisor report. It is <laughs> that one. <laughs> he also told us that tonight's medicine is fresh yahe. It will taste different. Okay. It's gonna be better, in his opinion at least. Okay. He seems to really like this. It'll be thicker. He also said the shaman tonight is amazing. And and this is the night that Jerry joins us. He hasn't been right. there for any of the previous nights, but he said, tonight I'm going to be there joining you. So he's really excited about it. He, he feels this is the best night. It's going to be great. And there are a few last questions we should ask the medicine. The first one is, who are you being called to be? 
And the second is, what are you being called to do? I felt my heart pound in my chest and I like shook a little bit. Because the syntax was exactly what that message that came to me a couple nights before had been. Oh. You are called to be on this earth. And he was saying, what are you being called to do? And just the parallelism there just kind of shook me for a second. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Maybe Mother Ayahuasca was tiny while I was on the tincture. <laughs> but of course, I had been ignoring all the other times in life. Hey, that you just got a shortcut straight to the answer. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even need to go to all those other nights. Beautiful. But here's the thing. We remember all the times that happens and forget all the disconfirming times that nothing coincidental happens. That's the trick. Yep. But it was pretty cool. I actually raised my hand and said, this is like really freaking me out. Yeah. Like I got this message. You are called to be on this earth. And now you're saying, I have to ask, what are you called to do? I already know. I think he clapped for me. <laughs> He'd set up this chiastic structure that you had already completed. <laughs> right. Perfect. He joked that, you know, we don't have time to do anything around here. He's like, a lot of fucking lot classes, of classes, right? Uh, yeah, indeed. I counted about 63 people at the meeting. So About some, 63. Okay. <laughs> I, I wrote approximately 63. Yeah. Over 63 people were here. <laughs> I speak over 28 languages. Over 62. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's hard from my vantage point to count. There could have been people behind a pillar or something. Give or take, give or take. Yeah, that's as accurate as I could get. He was telling a bit more about his own story. Uh, he was saying how... Muganda had dropped him off at the airport, and he was saying, well, what do I do next? I need guidance. And Muganda said, don't worry, man. You'll be okay. And he said- And Jerry does do that accent. Right. Ross isn't just doing that accent. And so then he said, I was a fucking turnaround guy. (laughs) This is really cute. At the airport, usually I'm just a jerk. I'm, you know, everyone's beneath me, but now I'm just talking to everybody. And turnaround guy meant that when he got on the plane, he was turning around, like looking over the seat and being like, hey, you guys, I just went to this place in Costa Rica. You wouldn't believe it to total strangers. It's like, I'm that guy. Yeah, that was hilarious. And everybody else just looked dead to him. And he said when he got home, he apologized to his kids and he just started bawling. And he said they took his side and they were saying, no, no, don't don't apologize to us. And we're so happy for you. So that was sweet. Yeah. Real rebirth story here. He apologized to his girlfriend. He also told us he used to wind up at strip clubs in Santa Monica all the time. And he, when he got home, he was like, I got to cut that out. You know, they- we said like he didn't even have the desire anymore, which is funny because I mentioned last week, just as a data point, I noticed less sexual desire and thoughts on my part for the time we were there and like a week afterward. And few people wrote us in saying that that's just a known side effect of serotonin regulation. Right. Especially increases in serotonin, Mm, that mm. it decreases dopamine, and that's Ah, that's associated with it. And and certainly SSRIs are known for decreasing libido, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So it worked for him, and Mother Ayahuasca had already told him that he couldn't make his strip club joint. Yeah, which he was going to call, what was it? Cockshire time a ruse. Cockpits. Cockpit. The cockpit. The cockpit. That's it. But the strip club he used to go to was called Plan B. Oh, yeah. The that's right. worst name. <laughs> you don't want to be calling pregnancy prevention to people's minds. Right. Yeah. There's that. And then it also <laughs> just is, even if you take it at face value, it's so sad. It's like, I was going to do something else tonight, but I ended up here. This is my Plan B. I think it was also geared somehow to serve as an excuse to the wife later. Like, oh, oh. I, 
I don't I'm know. just picking up some Plan B for you. Well, I, I've heard of strip club joints called like the office, so people could say like, uh, "Oh, I just had to stop by the office." Right. Okay. Maybe it was something like I had that to go too. To my Plan B. I think I'd still just be like, "What? <laughs> what was your Plan B?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I had this evening all laid out, but I had to go for Plan B. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> oh man. But so he kind of went further in the story he had told us the first night. And he told us five days after his first Iboga trip, he he got home, he got drunk, he slept with someone, and he was just going back through those old habits. But they felt repetitious and unexciting. And he woke up and he had no regrets about it. And usually he would regret his bad behavior. But in this case, like, he neither got the reward nor the regret for the behavior. So he was just like, oh, okay. I guess my reactions to the stimulus are gone. I can just let them go. Nice. I remember him saying that one of the screens that he saw in his Iboga trip said afterglow versus aftergrow. Pretty deep. (laughs) everybody likes to go to the pool he said that uh, one of his friends thought that he went somewhere with mind uh what do you call it mind and carrie raised her hand she said brainwashing (laughs) and he said yeah (laughs) i know when people are searching for words i know what they're looking for i thought that was hilarious (laughs) this will come up in uh, another investigation that we just did where i was very good at guessing what maria was thinking all right everyone think of a word right now and i'm gonna guess it it's carrot Whoa, how'd you do that? (laughs) It's my gift. Just said 1% of our audience, but they're impressed. They are so impressed right now. And the rest of the audience is like, I thought a kangaroo. (laughs) Well, Ross just said kangaroo. That's amazing. (laughs) So when Jerry got back home and he told everybody about his big change, Dr. Jeff was skeptical. He didn't know if this would last. Here he just sent this guy off in a resort and then he comes back all changed. Right. So then Jerry brought Jeff his own son and his assistant Hamid there to have their own plant medicine experiences. And Jeff did his and then said, I just realized my license is worthless because, you know, he never live up to what Mother Ayahuasca will teach you. This was his road to Damascus moment. Yeah. This is what I need to do with my life now. Yeah. Okay. And Jerry said that he just kept waiting for all this to wear off. He mentioned there's just this adjustment period where you mourn the loss of your ego, you're becoming a new person, and you're you're just getting used to a life without drama. And that adjustment period is 3 to 14 days. This will become relevant later, so remember that. 3 to 14 days. And he said, this is the first thing that's really yours, this healing. Even death cannot take it away. Wow. Yeah. Wow, hardcore. I feel like death could probably take it away. (laughs) Um, Have a good chance. He also told us that women who get beaten in many relationships are energetically mourning for previous abusive relationships. So they draw it to themselves. Whoops. Whoops, Jerry. Whoops, a doodle. Hmm. And why just women? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, good point. Okay, so then we got told about the process we would be doing for the 14 days right, right after returning from Rhythmia. So this is going to involve food and keeping- Definitely eat food. Yeah, but good, healthy food like you eat at Rhythmia, none of this fast food crap. No processed food. No processed foods. No alcohol, no pot. You did that. Or do we pot? want to say that now? No, you you stayed on good food for the 14 days. I, I Yes, I tried my best. I think there was one day I didn't. But yeah, I, I did a pretty good job. I ate pizza on day 13. 
<laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I, I feel like at one point I got stuck somewhere and got Taco Bell or some, you know, there was uh, some some screw up. But for the most part, I did a really good job. Uh, okay, We're, so eat well. Have a daily spiritual practice that could be yoga, meditation, breath work, whatever. Mm-hmm. Have a friend who you can talk to, and, and it, yeah, yeah, I feel like we're doing that. Uh huh. Yeah, we're <laughs> Maybe still, more than anybody. We're still talking ever. about the experience. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, that's always good advice to have an accountability partner, which is what we found so helpful. Or at least what I th- thought was the really helpful part of hypnotherapy mm-hmm. is that you get an accountability buddy, and you're also getting a way to remind yourself constantly of what you're trying to achieve. Yeah. You're sort of setting off a little mental alarm. So yeah, always good advice. Uh, he recommended 100 breaths. That was one of those kind of daily practice things that you could do, just deep and, breaths. But, oh, they were just deep breaths. Okay. And he recommended that you change your phone lock screen to a baby picture of yourself or, or when you were a young child so that you can remember that person that you are taking care of, that yeah. you're looking out for, that and, you. And that you want to make proud, you know, like is four-year-old Carrie proud of 34 year old carrie and here she is there's little tiny carrie oh she's proud of me i think so and look oh there's little ross <laughs> and he's been following me around ever since so yeah i changed my photo to uh young me yours perfectly lines up so that the date goes over your eyes like right. that character in star trek who wears the headband over Jordy his LaForge. eyes yeah yeah i just have to drag it down a little bit and then yeah. i see my eyes through there they're pretty cute pictures. We'll I'm on military on time. Carrie is on standard time. Yeah. So the baby picture or young child picture, that's who you made the promise to. Okay. This promise to I like going. that. I think that's pretty cute. Keeping the Everybody was really into it. Me yeah. Too. That was, I thought that was a really smart thing for him, Dad. He even said, women are going to think that you had something done. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're just going to, your skin will you look. you are a woman. Yeah. If you are a woman, other women will think you have to Oh, know. okay. Yeah. Well, he said other people were saying that to him, like, you look 10 oh, years younger. Okay. And, oh, your skin looks great. Okay. Nice. And he also made a little nod to prayer. We didn't hear a lot about, like, things like prayer and, I, I don't I, know, kind of conventional spirituality I get religion. the sense that most people who go down there don't take much stock in traditional religion, yeah. organized religion. Right. So, yeah, they would usually, if they heard anything close to that, they would contextualize it and make it less religious. Right. A perfect example being the Agape Church that they're affiliated with. Yes, as a church, it kind of has some Christian overtones, but it is pretty out there in the New Age bracket. Mm -hmm. That's really exciting, Carrie. But... (laughs) Thank you. You know what I would really like to hear about? Um, Max Fun Drive? Max Fun Drive? Yeah. Oh my that's gosh. That's exactly what I want to hear I'm about because it's, it's coming up so soon. It is. It starts, starts next April week. April 2nd. Yeah. April 2nd through April 13th. And here's someone to tell you a little bit more about why they support Max Fun. My name is Ryan and I love Oh No Ross and Carrie. I'm Megan and I love Sawbones. I have a genuine love for the investigations of paranormal claims. No matter what they talk about, no matter how gross it is, no matter what the syndrome or whatever they're talking about, they find a way to make it funny. It is smart. It's not brutally honest. It's refreshingly honest. I realized I was listening to almost every podcast you guys put out. The least I could do was give something back. I became a Max Fund member because I wanted to support the things that I that I was getting so much entertainment and joy from. These are listeners just like you, and they support Sawbones and Ono oh Ross and Carrie with a Max Fund membership. The 2018 Max Fund Drive is April 2nd through 13th, and if you want to support your favorite shows too, 
it's the best time to sign up or upgrade your membership. Just tune in starting April 2nd, and we'll give you all of the details. That's so sweet. Ryan's the best. Thank you, Ryan. And thank you, Megan, too. We love Sawbones. Actually, that's one of the shows I listen to every episode of. Sawbones is awesome. Yeah. So thank you to everybody who supports us through supporting Max Fun. And if you're not a member yet, the Max Fun Drive is the best time to start mm-hmm. supporting us. So don't miss it. You're going to want to listen to those shows when they come out because you're going to hear about all of these amazing incentives and offers. So stay tuned. And you guys know as well as we do that these investigations are expensive mm-hmm. and time consuming mm-hmm. and sometimes difficult. Mm-hmm. And your support makes that possible. So this really is the best time to get in there Give us your dollars so we can keep going to Costa Rica and taking drugs for you. And speaking of which, if you go to Rhythmia and then you go home mm-hmm. and you're like, God damn it, that was a good time. I wish I could continue that experience somehow while I'm at home. Don't worry. There is a way. Be happy. <laughs> You can get their Rhythmia Life program. Rhythmia Life. Yes. We're going to tell you about Rhythmia Life oh now. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So You're going to want this. You know, 84.03% of people wish later that they had purchased the Rhythmia Life. Can you believe that? Amazing. And they can't ship it to the United States. You, you just can't do it. So you have to get it now. And the reason they can't ship it to the United States is because part of the Rhythmia Life program is the tincture. Mm-hmm. And they can't just go shipping ayahuasca to the U.S. And I'm thinking, wait, what? Okay, number one. The people who sign up now, you're going to give them the bottles and they're going to be able to take it through customs. Right. Number two, it's homeopathy. We both know there is nothing in this. They also said at this meeting that they would give us, if we signed up now and we got our homeopathic tincture, they would give us paperwork that we could take to the airport to prove to everyone that, that this, there's nothing in there, that this is seven parts per million or below, which is allowable. But I thought you're just making this harder. Like, I don't want to walk into the airport with this paperwork and have <laughs> right. to declare this thing. And the tincture just says, envision Rhythmia Elixir. So no one's looking at this and thinking, I bet this has ayahuasca in it. Right. So best just to keep your trap shut. Yeah, exactly. Other than, okay, so, so so this is a very potent drug that is illegal in America. But, but don't worry, but it's I, barely there. Yeah, exactly. Here's some paperwork for you. <laughs> the, they didn't give us the paperwork with our tincture, though. Oh, that's true. Well, So we just blithely walked through the well, minimum security at the I, airport. We're skipping ahead a little. I kind of finagled our way to get this tincture. So we... Maybe, you know, we didn't get the normal package. Okay. We're going to hear more about the Rhythmia Life package in just a second. But before Jerry leaves, he told us what you can really do to help us out is write a review at TripAdvisor or Google Reviews, do a Facebook post like, please help us get the word Mm -hmm. out. We have 130 employees here. You'd be so mad at me if you knew what they make. They make so little money. Yeah, he really loved driving that one home. Oh, these people here, we don't pay them. Yeah, you'd be so pissed if you knew. And I'm (laughs) like, "Uh, uh, then pay them. You're a millionaire. Well, uh, another little foreshadowing of tonight. He said, oh, man, I'm so excited to see you guys tonight. We're going to poop and puke and cry together. Like, huh, okay. Fun. Very excited about pooping here. And... uh, (laughs) He also mentioned that 60% of people who come here don't come back, but they are changed. (laughs) It's like he just compulsively says like any data points he knows, but then he hears them out loud and is like, oh, I got to reframe that. Right. 60% never come back. But 
They're changed. Did we talk about the woman who rewrote her DNA before? Oh, Cause I, I don't know. I think he told that story before, but he told that story again Okay, uh, around this time. And uh, that... Doesn't happen. But mm-hmm. we got to talk to him about this later, so we'll get into that in a while. Cool. So now we will hear from a fellow who we'll call Marty. Yeah, Jerry kind of passes it over to Marty to close the sale, make sure that we are convinced that we need to purchase Rhythmia Life. Marty is a breathwork practitioner that we would hear from after this in our breathwork sessions that are coming up. Mm -hmm. But apparently one of his duties is also to be the poor salesman. Yeah, he's someone who had visited Rhythmia in the past and Jerry had said, you know what, you'd be great. You should stay here and work for me. And when Marty's telling the story, he's like, and I had to think about that for about, oh, eight seconds. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he seemed a little bit nervous when he got up there, like a little like, "Ah, this is not my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So Marty tells us if we rebook today for our next trip to Rhythmia, we can put $500 down and that will secure the current price. So let's say it goes up, which it probably will because right now they're not making any money on Rhythmia. Well, don't worry. You'll still get the low, low, low price. That it is today. Right. So apparently the historical price has increased 127% over every two years, I guess. More numbers. (laughs) You also get $150 off if you pay up front. Mm. Mm. Now also, you have 60 days to find people and have them book. And if you get three friends to go, you can come and be the fourth for free. We are looking at each other thinking, oh, if they signed us up for this, we could convince a lot of people to go to Rhythmia. Totally. And we could go back for free. Yep. I don't think that's going to happen. You'll hear more about that <laughs> later. So also he's trying to sell us this Rhythmia Life Package, which is the thing that you take home to keep Rhythmia in your heart always. And it's got the tincture. Mm-hmm. 3.4 ounce homeopathic tincture, so you can get it through the airport. It has... Uh, they just said three sprays under the tongue. Right. It's 10 if you're doing the ceremony and three for maintenance. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So we're, we're doing a ceremony heavy right duty. now. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I'm even seeing though, so many things. Even though less is more with homeopathy, so that's confusing. Exactly. Oh, that's well. backwards. Yeah, we ask homeopathy questions in just a minute here. Also, you get a video archive of thought leaders, which mm. is a term we'd hear a lot at Rhythmia. <laughs> but it's very funny. There's a video where Jerry says, I don't consider myself a thought leader. I don't even think there are thought leaders. But I heard people say that phrase over and over. Funny. You get shaman set lists. All that sweet music you've been hearing, you'll finally know what it is. You get a Dr. Jeff twice a month webinar. Mm -hmm. Mm. You get access to all of these great lectures that are happening and being recorded for these Rhythmia Life members. You also get to see the yoga sessions, follow along from home. And guess how much it is. It's nothing. Oh my gosh, it's so cheap, Ross. It's only what, $500? It's only $999. Oh, that's right. For water and some videos. Double that. Yeah, only. Only $1,000 for, what is this, two ounces or so? 3.4. 3.4 fluid ounces of alcohol and water well, and, and access to some web videos. There you go. It's the access. I'm sure that's oh, the real value. I, I think people did it for the tincture. They were, they were telling us that tincture is worth hundreds of dollars. Yeah, people were really into the tincture. People kept asking if they could buy it separately, and they were like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Can't buy it separately. So I raised my hand, and I said, so with homeopathy, 
like cures like, uh-huh. right? So I'm trying to wrap my head around this because wouldn't a <laughs> tiny amount of ayahuasca make me like super sober or something since yeah. like is supposed to cure like? And Marty said, oh, that's beyond my pay grade. <laughs> right. um, Kitty, it- do you know? So Kitty jumps in and she says, well, you're right about the technical true definition of homeopathy, but this is more about the spirit of staying connected to her. And here, when we say homeopathic, we just mean gentle. (laughs) Okay. You should probably say gentle. (laughs) She said it's a non-psychotropic dose. So, okay. Yeah. And then they quickly moved on to another subject. Yeah. And they also told us that it's open all year except there are certain blockout dates where we can't book trips in advance. So there are very specific special guests. If the Taita comes, that's their uh, indigenous shaman who I guess has been training all the other shamans, supposedly. If he shows up, that's a special blocked off week. Same with Michael Beckwith if he shows up. Though apparently you saw him there? Yeah, yeah. The day before, a couple days before. Yeah, very briefly. So that's another blocked out week. And they also mentioned that you don't have to be married to take advantage of the couple advantages. There was this one really sweet guy who we'll call Bert, and he's listening to Marty's talk, and he raises his hand, and he says, I just want to say, you guys are so awesome and so fair. This business is so fair. And and I can tell it really comes from the top down, you know? Like, you could sell this for so much more, but you're just doing the world a solid and giving it to us at this affordable price. I was <laughs> like, oh, did you just hear what I just heard? It's a thousand dollars for a mouth spray and some videos. <laughs> Carrie does not feel it is fair. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to pay that. But he did buy it. He bought Rhythmia Life. Okay. Yeah. Do you know how many people signed up? Uh, no. I'm not sure. Uh-uh. A but lot I do pe- know that if we sat around for the talk, we got a free Rhythmia mug. Yeah. And I got my you went, and got mine. You went and got it. You could go to the front desk and tell them, hey, I was there. And I don't know. Did they give us a passcode? Or I think you nah, just no, said, you, it was trust. I, I stuck around. I did not go get my mug because I don't need another mug. Well, it survived exactly two times in the washing machine and then fell apart. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So... All right. Not a good mug. A lot of people had left, and Marty was thanking the people who had stuck around to hear this additional pitch for Rhythmia Life. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I got a weird vibe from him. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Maybe just because of the kind of salesman. He also had yeah, a face. Yeah, awkward. There's something about- Yeah, the, face. There's something about the way he formed his expressions that just huh. made me a little uncomfortable. and. I couldn't tell if that was his natural pose or if he was being a salesman. Oh, okay. Interesting. So then we had lunch. Lunch is good. I had some salad and fruit. Okay. And I talked to this woman. Oh, no. I'm touching my eyes, Ross. I'm just remembering this conversation, which was like a month ago now. Yeah, and it's, it's still, still giving grief. About what it. happened? So she was a Trump supporter and she wanted to talk about it and she wanted to talk about it at length. It's so weird to find a Trump supporter at Rhythmia. I know. They were also at the UFO convention. It's like a certain segment of people who are super conspiracy minded they see him as like the way out of the swamp of the madness because he, he tells it like it he is. can't be controlled yeah oh well, my god that gosh. much is true so she was telling me about the hashtag release the memo the memo they wanted released long ago that's now been released but she was basically telling me like oh 
Mueller is the one who's corrupt and it's oh, not Trump right. and we'll find that out soon. And you should really listen to more Sean Hannity. He really knows what's up and government corruption. And, uh, you know, it's you might think that Trump's the one who's corrupt, but that just shows how backwards we all have our thinking because, as we all know, the government is corrupt. And if he wants to stop things in the government, then that shows that he's not corrupt. Oh, no. Up is down, left is right. It was one of those conversations where usually you know like what the inroad is to like have a little bit of a rational conversation. Right. But everything was just being thrown at me. And it was like, oh, OK, that's not true. Oh, that's not true. Oh, OK. I don't even know what makes you think that. OK. Uh, so you just sit there with your mouth open. I guess just, I just have to ride this one out. Yeah, and, you know, just, like, saying platitudes at each other. Ah, well, you know, takes one to know one. Well, you know, you got to go with the flow. That's incredible. Yeah, boy, that is something else. I'm going to get more salad. I never knew that. (laughs) And I still don't. But I would get a little bit of glee the next day when Jerry gave another talk where he talked about Trump. And he's like, I know, I know, Trump's, like, so fucked up. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I think maybe it's just, like, the death rattle of this period in American history. And we're all going to collect and come back together after all this. He might be onto something. Yeah, it was a nice little rallying call. And I was thinking, like, aha, lady (laughs) at lunch, she's not liking this. There's no what the moon told me. (laughs) Right. So the only other big thing I had to go to that day was a relationship talk by Christian De La Huerta. And I only saw part of it, but he was still doing Q&A. Oh. He just does these like song style Q&As where he just takes questions and answers them out of the bottom of his heart. So I stayed there for a little bit and then I was like, I get it. You don't have a talk planned. But uh, yeah, I have to say at this point, I was like, eh, I don't need to go to Christian yeah. De La Huerta's workshops. So yeah, I just ended up leaving and having the rest of the day to chill and walk by the sanctuary and see if I could see you in there and read in a hammock and swim in the pool and I didn't go to the pool. Everybody loves to go to the pool. Everybody loves to go to the pool. Why didn't you go to the pool? I had gone there the previous day. Okay. But but I also did go to a hammock and I read some more for a while. I was feeling pretty tired, even though I'd gotten sleep the previous night. It had been a long night. But one thing I did go do was edit a podcast (laughs) because it was a Thursday and we had a podcast due. So there at Rhythmia, I went to my room and just hunkered down and finished editing that particular one so it could go up. And I came to your room and wrote the blurbs for it. Thanks for doing that. No problem. By blurb, she means all the descriptions, the text that goes with the release of each episode. A lot of work goes into making a podcast, people. So my only other obligation that day was to go get a massage. Oh, nice. At 6 p.m. And I know what you're thinking. Wait, you're going to miss... The herbal support therapy session. You're going to miss the herbal support therapy session. No, no, no. This one doesn't start at 5.30. This one tonight, the last night, starts at 7.30. All right. Because it's going to go all night long. Oh, God. That sounds so terrible. We're going to go through the night until the next morning and then go to breakfast together. I've literally never in my whole life pulled an all-nighter. What? Yeah, never. (gasps) I've always gone to sleep. Really? Every night since... uh, Conception. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I don't know how anybody does that. Really? Like you gotta bo- go to sleep. Your body just won't let you do an all nighter? Never considered it. Wow. Because you gotta go to sleep. Oh, I've pulled so many all nighters. I would never. Okay. Because you gotta well, ve- go to sleep. That's very healthy. <laughs> sleep is good for you. You should always get sleep. Exactly. Yeah. No. Oh, good call. If you take 
one lesson from this show. It's you got to go to sleep. <laughs> you know, sleep is important, Carrie. That's, I know. that's so true. Because really, you spend roughly a third of your life in your sheets. That's exactly right. If you get eight hours of sleep a night, that is a third of your life. And yet, how often do we pay attention to our sheets, Ross? You know how you can start getting better sleep? What? With better sheets. Oh, yeah, that'd do it. Sheets really do make a difference in how you sleep. Like, I've had shitty sheets and like, oh, flannel? Who's getting flannel still? Flannel? Flannel sheets, ugh. Ugh, they catch on like, if you have like a hangnail and you're in, it's making me cringe just thinking about it. Oh, it's <laughs> oh, the worst. I, oh, I know what you're talking about, that texture. Ugh. Yes. Okay. Oh, God, the worst thing. That's bad. That won't happen if you use sheets from brooklinen.com. Uh, they're so luxurious. So, there are certain little things in life where splurging Pays makes off. sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But these aren't even, you know, splurgy Not because they're reasonable. So Brooklyn was founded in 2014 with the philosophy, and I like this philosophy, that beautiful home essentials don't need to have crazy prices. That's a good philosophy. And now they have over 12,000 five-star reviews. One of them is from me. It used to be 11,999, and then I came along. Oh, I need to give them a five-star review. I like their sheets. I use them every we day. We both have Brooklyn and sheets on our beds. If For- you want to be more like our beds, get Brooklyn and sheets. And I use them for at least a quarter of my life. Okay, yeah, because you <laughs> sleep. Oh, man, I am in those Brooklyn and sheets just all the time, you guys. Just the- any time I feel like it. My wife likes them too. Uh, they, my wife. My wife. They have very versatile colors and patterns. So you can go through and choose what you like, mix and match, you know, get your pillows one style and get your duvet Sheets cover another. another. Exactly. Maybe you like slate, but you also like navy. No problem. Maybe you want some stripes or polka dots. It's we got all that. gravy. So brooklinen.com has an exclusive offer just for our listeners. Get $20 off and free shipping when you use the promo code ONO, O-H-N-O, at brooklinen.com. And Brooklinen is so confident that they offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all their sheets and comforters, which is nuts! A lifetime warranty on sheets? Right? Yeah. Huh. Amazing. That is amazing. I mean, you don't get that on anything. You don't get a lifetime warranty on basically anything, but you're getting it on sheets, things you use every single night. Yeah. No, mind blown. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use the promo code ONO, O-H-N-O, at brooklinen.com. That's brooklinen.com, B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com, promo code ONO. So uh, the massage was great, uh, showed up, and it was just very weird toward the end. The woman who was giving me the massage. Oh, boy, this is going a surprising direction. Just stopped at one point and walked out of the room. And I thought she made some kind of noise that said, like, oh, I'll be back or I'll be right back. But then I waited like 10 minutes. (laughs) Nothing happened. That's funny. That's kind of what happened with my anal cleanse. She didn't speak very clear English, so I wasn't sure if she had told me to put my clothes back on or what. <laughs> so eventually I I did and uh-huh. just kind of walked out. And, Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Weird. But yeah, got to use my massage token. So that was great. I, I think I needed that just to kind of loosen me up before this final night of ayahuasca. Did you end up taking any tokens home? No, I gave mine back in case they could reuse them, but I did have... Two more cleanse tokens. Me too. And I packed them without even meaning to. Oh. And so I sent one uh, in a card to a listener. I still have the other. Oh, okay. 
some lucky item. some lucky listener out there that could be in your future yeah maybe a free shot up the butt with salt water <laughs> well look we record these episodes and we don't know how long it's going to take us to tell the story but we know what's happening next my final night on ayahuasca I'm eager for you to hear this story. So it's funny. Everybody keeps tweeting at us, and they think the big part of the story is the missing SD card. And that's a substantial part of the story. But man, is it not the big part of the story, you guys. The big part of the story, well, one big part of the story, for me, the biggest part of the story is my final night of ayahuasca. I've been waiting to tell you the story. I get very frightened. Let's just say that. Shit gets real. In many ways. So that's all we can say. Ugh, we don't want to make this a ridiculously long episode. So next week, we're going to be starting the Maximum Fun Drive. Mm-hmm. So come back. You're going to hear the story. And you're going to be like, holy shit, I'm so glad I stuck around for eight episodes because it was fucking worth it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. This is where it gets paid off. We'll be back next week with that final night of ayahuasca. But don't worry. That won't be the end of Rhythmia. We have more to say after that, too. Will it be the end of Ross? Well, I guess not. I'm here talking. No, maybe you're dead. Maybe I'm dead. Maybe this ends with me taking a mediumship class and And I have been channeling you this whole time. That would be really interesting. (laughs) Absolutely. I would be very impressed from beyond the grave. Actually, I am. I'm speaking through your voice right now. I'm very impressed with the fact that that you, that you, I have have come. I have have commentated your your voice to so well well, mimic my my own. own. All right. All right. That is definitely what happened. happened. (laughs) So that's it for this episode. (laughs) Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton. This episode was edited by Victor Figueroa. Our administrative manager is Ian Kramer. And maybe you want to see some sweet pics and vids and shit. Well, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash onrack, O-N-R-A-C. You can also support us at MaximumFun.org forward slash donate. But wait, wait, it's going to be the Maximum Fun Drive. Yeah, just wait a wait. Hold your fervor to support us till next week. Yes. But if you're already a member and you're already supporting us, holy mackerel, you are responsible for what you just heard. You got us to Costa Rica. Thank, and we thank you so much. Also, you can support us by telling your friends, leaving a positive review at iTunes or TripAdvisor. <laughs> sure. Or Stay- hot or not. <laughs> Am I hot or not? Oh, my goodness. I haven't thought about remember that in a long time. Oh, yeah. I got an eight on hot or not. Oh, nice. Yeah, how'd you do? Do you remember? You know, I think I took screenshots somewhere I could... I could look up. I feel like I did pretty well. Did okay? Good, yeah, good. I, I think I was close to eight. We're okay. <laughs> I remember spending a fair amount of time like, oh, I'm going to contribute to this scientific research. <laughs> there was something that's so funny. I wonder if that still exists. Oh, now people are going to tell us whether it still exists. Sure. Oh, I'm willing to find out. By the way, I do know Winamp still exists. People on Twitter want you to both know it exists and that you can go see the website and enjoy it again. I still have all my downloaded skins for Winamp 2.x, but then they went to 3 very briefly, and then they went to 5, and I I don't know how much it's progressed since then, but it's lost the zeitgeist that it once had. Sure. That was my point. Oh, yeah. I don't think they were saying, hey, don't worry, it's there. I think they were saying, go love it, go experience. If you missed it, Ross, yeah, you can still get Winamp. Also... We do know that the Oogie Loves movie was covered by Flophouse. Thank you for all the tweets. We're really glad that everybody's listened to all the Max Fun shows, and we will have to listen to that one. And we're very excited to listen to that, but I'm going to wait until after I see the movie. 
Also, one of the Flophouse guys and I play Words with Friends a lot, and he and I are so evenly matched in skill level. Oh, We will really? often be like four points apart for that's, like the whole game. That's so weird. Yeah. I've had that where, you know, I'm just one point away from somebody. It's Dan McCoy. Dan McCoy, huh? Yep. The real McCoy. The real McCoy. Anyway, <laughs> this has been a show. Thank you for listening to our podcast. And remember. So I went to the moon, back to the moon, and... uh I said, Mrs. Mrs. Moon, what can you do for me? And she said, open your chest. And I went like this, and my heart was in there. And the moon took my heart out and washed it. And she, I said, what, the shaman's saying, what is she doing? I said, she's washing it like this, like, because she has hands, right? Crazy, but truth. She's washing it, and he said, I said, what should I do with it, you know, to the shaman? He said, have her put it in your left hand. I said, Mrs. Moon, would you put it in my left hand? And she put it in my left hand. And he goes, I said, what do you want me to do with it? He goes, put it in your chest. And I went to put it in my chest, and it got here, and it was black again. So it only stayed pink for like, I don't know, five seconds. And I said, I'm not putting this thing in me, because it's shit. You know, it's terrible. And, uh, he said, ask her for a new one. So I said, Mrs. Moon, could I please have a new heart? <laughs> you know, and she said, yeah. And then she gave me this new heart. And then I put it, I said, what do you want me to do with it? She said, put it in your left hand, put it in your chest. And then uh, the next day, I was a different guy. Shirts, stickers, patches, posters, tote bags, aprons. Sure, you might have some of these things already, but do they rep your favorite Max Fun shows? We've got brand new items in stock at MaxFunStore.com. So why not stock up on gear that shows off the podcasts you love? MaxFunStore.com. It's good stuff. We swear. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.